0: Welcome everybody to the Nerd Pool Podcast, with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine, come on in. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the J-M-I-E. Your 151st favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down this road of nerdiness. And today's episode, you know, I was thinking the other day that we don't, I, I don't do, do enough about video games. Like, I, I like playing video games. I'm not a hardcore gamer. I don't have the time to hardcore game, but stream on Twitch once in a while. You know, I own a lot of uh, retro systems as well as pretty much all the new systems. Um, I got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. And I've been playing the hell out of it, and they just released the Mario Brothers um, Wii U Deluxe for the Switch, which is the updated uh, Wii U uh, Super Mario game that came out. That the you know the Wii U wasn't exactly the um, moneymaker they thought it was going to be. They they Nintendo tries to do a lot. And they took everything they loved about the Wii and then they tried to add a handheld console to it. And while I love it, it has one of my favorite games on it. Um, it just, it didn't sell like they wanted. And the Switch took off. But with the release of that game, it got me thinking, you know, I've been playing Mario for a long, long time. You know, I've been playing Mario since, since I was, I was a kid. And, uh, I'm 31 years old now. And, um, It got me thinking, you know, what are my favorite Mario games? Now, I'm going to rank them today, and and Mario has been in over 200 video game titles licensed through Nintendo, racing games, role-playing games, uh, you know, sports games, puzzle games, party games, all of that, and since I'm not going to count down 200 video games, I figured I'm going to stick to the core ones, the ones that are kind of in the Super Mario Brothers world. Uh, the side-scrollers and stuff like that, the ones that we kind of all, you know, not the gimmick ones, the ones that we kind of all know and love. So I'm not going to be counting the Mario Karts or the Mario Tennises or, you know, soccers or anything like that, even though they're great games. And I might eventually, you know, do the, the, the Mario games like that. But today I'm counting down my top ten Super Mario games. Right out of the gate, we are starting at number ten with... Mario Wii U or Mario Wii U Deluxe that just came out in 2012 and then remastered for the Switch in 2019. Then 2009, they came out with Mario Wii on the Wii and it was every, you know, it was the, they were the return to the side scroller for the Mario series and a 3D World side scroller and it was, it was a fun game. The Wii U, when they put this game out, took all of that. And updated it to where you're playing with not only Mario, not only Luigi, but you have Toad and all these other th- and you know other players as you go through a world set like Super Mario World, where it's place to place, you know land to land, different castles in a 3D, 2D side scroller that is fun as hell to play. It's it, the, the the Mario games are all challenging in their own right, um, and some are much more challenging than others. This one is one, especially for the Switch, you can pick it up any age range and you can play it. Um, if you get the one on the Switch, the Deluxe, they have Nabbit, they have uh, Toadette, uh, Peachette, and, uh, you know, them. So it, you can play it any level, any skill, and you're going to pick this up and it's going to be fun. It's beautiful. They added new mechanics, of uh, flight, uh, the n- new power-ups. With the squirrel suit, I know said, you said know what you're thinking. We've had a squirrel suit before, but this is this is different. The squirrel suit doesn't work like the other squirrel suit or the tanuki suit did, and it's just a fun game to pick up and play and ride with. And any of these games, I, I, I suggest you can pick up at any point in time and play, and you will have a blast playing any of them. Moving on, we got number nine, 2010's Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, we got a 3D Mario game, the 64, we got Mario Galaxy, which we returned to it, and then Mario Galaxy 2 took everything that we loved about Mario Galaxy, and we just jumped into it, you know, that they cranked it up, and it's not just a puzzle game, you're actually going world to world, so it's a 3D Mario game that was the first one since the 64, and it is... Again, a great game to play. It's challenging. It's full of puzzles, and it's adding new mechanics with gravity levels and being in space. So you're getting new new mechanics added to it. And Mario Galaxy Two is just a really fun game that I don't think uh, it's got a lot of people that played it, but I don't think a lot of people have actually played it enough to know how good of a game it truly is. And if you haven't, I suggest you pick it up and you give it a shot and You know, let me let me know what you think because I I think you're gonna be pleasantly surprised with how good Mario Galaxy 2 is. Moving on to number eight, we have Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. This was released in Japan in 1986, a year after the Smash hit Super Mario Bros. was released. And it was first released in Japan and it was so difficult. They did not think that the US market could take it. So they didn't release this. We'll get to the other one later on. This one actually didn't get ported into the United States and North America until 1993 in the Super Mario All-Stars game compilation that was released on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And this game, it would be higher. It's done in the exact same style of the original Super Mario Brothers, except this has the difficulty cranked up to 11 This game is a lot of people call the first ROM hack. And it wasn't a ROM hack, but that you might as well be because this game is so hard to play. The levels are just so difficult to do. Uh, There's Gust of Wind. This is the first game that introduced uh, not only power-ups, but, uh, well, we've had power-ups. But it was the first game that did poisonous power-ups where you had mushrooms that actually hurt you instead of helped you. Uh, the warp pipes would sometimes take you back to places you've already beaten. So you'd have to go through it again. Gust of wind in the middle of a game. Um, it, or the RNG for the enemies where they would land at, where they would do was so sporadic. And it is so difficult of a game, but yet so addictingly fun. All the Mario games are so hard at times, and you just want to throw a controller, but you're having a blast doing it. And that's one of the reasons I think that, especially these games have lasted so long, is their ability to not only be difficult, but to stay fun and intriguing at the time. And Lost Levels does its job and keeps it going from what the original was. If you've never played this one, this is not for beginners. This is not easy. You will... Want to break controllers because this is probably one of, if not the hardest Mario game that has ever been released um, officially by Nintendo. That is my opinion. You know, some people might not, but I have not beaten Lost Levels yet. It is shorter than, you know, some of the other ones, but it is, I, I have never beaten Lost Levels and I'm still attempting to. And when I do, you guys will be one of the first to know, trust me. Moving on to number seven, we have the original super mario brothers 2 that we got in 1988 which was again the lost levels was supposed to be super mario 2 they thought it was too difficult so nintendo took a game that was released in japan that they helped called Ducky Ducky panic and they slapped mario onto it and this completely changed and had a different look feel the mechanics were completely different from what the original super mario brothers was but this game is so addictively fun and It's bright, it's colorful, it's added some people that are now still in the pantheon of Mario's with Birdo, the Shy Guys. This was the first one that allowed you to pick not only Mario and Luigi, but allowed you to pick uh, Peach and Toad to play. It's It allows you, the first one allowed you to go up to a vertical scrolling instead of just side scrolling. This game is so much fun. Every one of the characters has their own different special powers from their jumping abilities to their floating abilities and their, and their speed and what they can lift and it's just a a fun side scroller this does not have Bowser or any of the normal characters in it but this this game I remember playing so much and I I never knew until I was an adult that this was a game a different game this was Doki Doki Panic I never heard of that and you know this was just Super Mario Bros. 2 and now, you know, this game has become synonymous. And while they've never done another game in this style, I've, that's what I think makes it stand out is it's a, nothing like the rest of them. The rest of them are all kind of in continuity with each other. The mechanics can be similar. The power-ups can be similar. This is completely different from any of the other ones. This broke the mold, and this was a, a, a huge, huge, not improvement, over the original, but it was a huge step in a different direction. And it was a fun step that took you out of the normal world of Super Mario. And added you into what you can call a dream world. Because it kind of feels like that. Like this is something that's, that's not really happening in the world. Maybe it's Mario having a dream. But still a, a great game. And one of the, my favorites of all time. Uh, number number six is the probably the newest one added to this list. And that is Super Mario Odyssey. The first big release on the nintendo switch every nintendo system has its definitive mario game and this is the one for the switch this is the return to the open 3d world from um, super mario 64 it's polished uh... with the power moons and bowser has kidnapped the princess bowser is going to force her to marry him and you go through different worlds with a hat that you use it's sentient can it can possess other creatures and can be used to bounce off of as you try to get to Bowser and stop this wedding. This, the mechanics, I love the mechanics about this because it adds a bunch of new, new ideas with a uh, power ups. You're being able to actually change Mario's clothes and costumes. There's so many different costumes. There's different characters to interact with in and out of the universe. You know, we see familiar characters, we see new characters, new enemies, and it, it brings you into something different while staying to what the Mario Pantheon is. It gives callbacks to multiple old games. You have callbacks to Super Mario 64 with a one of the suits, spoilers, is the Mario 64 suit that when you put on, it actually lets you look like Mario 64. It's pixelated, and every, every level has a different place you can only go into by accessing a certain suit in that area. You get to return to the eight-bit era in it as you take pipes and you go into a side-scroll on the wall that looks like the eight-bit era of Mario's. It's everything you love about Mario, and it's crammed into one in new cities. You get to run through play uh, new Donk City, which is New York City. You get you know your traditional sands and your water worlds and everything. So it's everything you love about a Mario in an open three D world that is just so fun and so addicting to beat not only to beat, but to go back and try to collect all the moons and try to get all the secrets because there's secrets hidden throughout this game that it's it'll keep you into it for, for hours upon hours upon hours as it's done me. And that's why it's on this list. It's new, and there's a lot of Mario games, and this one makes the list for me because it, it kept me engaged the entire time. I never once thought it got repetitive. I thought it was all new and fun and interesting so, Super Mario Odyssey had to be on the list. Moving on to number five is one that some people might not consider being in this pantheon. It is Yoshi's Island, uh, which came out in 1995. It is technically the sequel to Super Mario World. And in this, you were controlling Yoshi and you were trying to escort baby Mario to your goals instead of Mario controlling Yoshi. This game completely flipped it on the side to where you're you're controlling like I said you're controlling Yoshi. Yoshi is the main character in this game. But the thing that makes it stand out, not just the the gameplay, not just the difficulty levels, is the fact that this entire game is hand drawn and at this point in time, all the other games, while you know they've been drawn, this is so beautiful of a game. I mean the game is just stunningly beautiful. The scenery is gorgeous. The characters are all gorgeous Everything that's hand-drawn in this game makes you, it just gives you a nostalgic good feeling. It's colorful, it's vibrant, it's bright, and, it, and the aesthetics work so well with the gameplay. The only thing that can get annoying is the baby Mario when you lose him crying until you get him back. It can get annoying, but it's fun as you chuck, you know, eggs and other items at enemies trying to beat this game is hard because they, there's a lot of levels and they the difficulty has been cranked up a little bit from what Super Mario World was but you know you wanted you wanted this game to be different and this is probably the most unique game in the entire Super Mario Brothers franchise you know uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 and the and and that was completely different this one is just the aesthetics of it and the way it's drawn take you to a different world and it shows the capability of what that the video game system were at a time when games were trying to look more realistic, even in that 16 bit era, this was a hand-drawn game that just, it looks so gorgeous. And again, the gameplay is so much fun that, that I, I will forever enjoy playing this game. Moving on to number four is 1985 Super Mario Brothers. The one that revolutionized video games and pretty much saved the industry. Um, Atari and everybody, the video games were on the down the downtrend, they were on a decline. They weren't systems weren't selling as much, games weren't selling as much, and you know, a lot of people thought that the video game era was dead and that they were going away, and then Super Mario Brothers came out for Nintendo and it changed everything. A 2D side scroller that took a character that was from Donkey Kong and made him into a household name. This started the boom. For not only Nintendo, not only video games, but this created and started the boom for one of the most known and love, beloved uh, video game mascots in history. Mario has transcended video games in you know into the mainstream to where everybody, from a hundred year old person to a one year old, is going to know who Mario is in some way, shape, or form. And this game is isn't as hard as Lost Levels, but this game was very difficult. I remember playing this when I was a child and getting frustrated with it because, you know, Nintendo knew how to throw out out a hard game, and this one, at times, it seems like it, it should be fairly easy. Like, you'll see other people do it. If you watch people stream it now, you're like, wow, this looks so easy, and then you get into it, and you realize it's not easy at all. This game is really fucking difficult, and... It's, it adds a, a layer of fun and difficult. It brings that together in something that's so great. And that just classic 8-bit Mario and the music and everything is just phenomenal. This game is one of the best games of all time. And for that, it had to be in the top five of Mario's of all time. Moving on to number three, we had 1996 Mario 64. Now, I know a lot of you are going to complain a lot of you were going to say, how could I put Mario 64 above the original Mario? When Mario 64 came out for the Nintendo 64, when it came with it, I remember playing this when my brother got his 64, and I remember playing it and just being amazed at a 3D world. You know, Mario had always been a 2D side-scroller, and, and you always had been used to these 2D games, and I remember this was the first 3D open-world game that I ever played, and and it just looked gorgeous, and in an era when a lot of video games from that particular system don't necessarily hold up as much today, this one does, this one you can pick up, you can love the scenery, you can feel the nostalgia for it, you can, you can just pick it up, and you can feel the frustration of trying to collect all the stars in every world before you get to Bowser, this was truly ahead of its time. This is revolutionary. And the fact that it was still on a cartridge when games were switching to um, CDs and PlayStation and all that was going to come out, it, it was something different and it, it just worked. And this game, I've, I've beaten it and I've beaten it and I've truly, I don't think I've ever officially gotten every star and moon in this game. I think, you know, while I've beaten the official story, I don't think I've ever actually explored and gotten everything that this game has to offer because there's so much that this game has to offer, and it's it's just I could pick it up at any point in time and I will not be disappointed. Moving on to number two, we have nineteen nineties Super Mario Brothers three. This game is. The last one that came out on the Nintendo before the Super Nintendo came out, this one, again, changed from the from the eight bit era from Super Mario Brothers. It was different from completely different from that, completely different from Super Mario Brothers two. This stands on its own as one of the greatest video games to ever hit the market. People will tell you that constantly because that's what it is. The Different worlds. This one gives you a chance to explore, and this one gives you a chance to to speed run. This gives you a chance to just enjoy it. Um, I know multiple people that speed run this game. I know multiple people that just enjoy this game. You can do either, and you'll love it. it. It's difficult, but it's not overly difficult. You, this game has been beaten by me, of course. You know, I've beaten the most of these games, and. You can always have a good time playing this game. It's more polished 8-bit than what the original ones were, but it's not overly overly done as when you get into the Super Nintendo era. the uh, You get new enemies. You get the return of going through multiple castles in this, but they're done in a different way to where you have different paths to go on. This allows you to actually store items. To be used in different levels this allows you to warp to different levels and we all remember the world where all the animals or all the villains are big you know you get big turtle shells and you get big blocks and this was i think the first one i know and found out that just had a lot of secrets hidden out throughout the games that <clears throat> excuse me you had a lot of secrets hidden throughout this game that it took years for people to find and I thoroughly enjoy this game. I, I think I always will enjoy this game. I'll enjoy all of these games, and I've said that too many times, I know, and I'm sorry for saying that. But Super Mario Bros. 3 is my number two favorite Mario game. And before I hit number one, let me just take some honorable mentions here, just ones that that didn't exactly make the list but are still fun to play. Um, new Super Mario Brothers for the Wii in 2009. This was a return to the 2D side-scroller, and it was also – the first time it was 3D, but also 2D. It added new suits. It added a few new enemies. You know, the, the Wii U version was better and more polished, but they had more time. But this did use a lot of the Wii's handheld capabilities and their motion sensor capabilities. And for that, it was innovative, and it was different, and it, w- it was just a, it was a joy to play. We had Super Mario Bros. 3D World. Um, this was the continuation from the Game Boy... Advanced Super Mario Brothers 3D. This came out on the Wii U in 2013. Fun as hell to play. Uh, you, this you might remember mostly it for the cat suit, which was the newest power up that came up with it. And while it's a fun game, I think it really just took a lot of what the Wii U and the Wii Brothers did, and they just kind of you know built upon that. And it gave you some new stuff, but it wasn't just anything that made me go, "I've got to do that." Uh, Paper Mario, Paper Mario, some may have put it in the series, some may not. The Paper Mario games were different in the fact that they were 2D, but they were done in a different form of 2D to where it was a Paper Mario running around playing it instead of a normal drawn Mario, which sounds weird. You have to really play the game to get the aesthetics of it, but a fun game nonetheless. And one that I don't know if officially falls under this, but you can. And that's 2015's Super Mario Maker for the Wii U. This game is all the games I just mentioned crammed into one, where you get to create your own levels, you get to upload your levels, and people can play your levels. It's like a never-ending Mario game. And I love this game. It's my favorite game on the Wii U. It's the reason I bought a Wii U. And, you know, it's one of the things where, really, like I said, you can never... I don't think you ever can officially play all the levels because there's new levels being gone. It's four years since it was released now, and people are still making levels, you know, hourly for it. And it a lot, of them, a lot of the levels can be garbage, but it cranks up your difficulty to where you go. You can have very easy all the way up to, you know, you got to be a damn expert to play it. And I don't mean like an expert. I mean like you have to n- work for Nintendo to beat them. This is the way to... To ROM hack, this was Nintendo's way of trying to keep them from making their own Mario games and using ROM hacks to make it. It's a super fun game, and while I think it falls in this, I didn't know if people would allow this to be put in the same level as the rest of them, so I had to put it on the honorable mention. So we're going to go to the number one best Mario game, in my opinion, of all time, and that is 1990's Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System my brother got his super nintendo and this video game came with it super mario brothers came with all the the super nintendos at the time and i remember being blown away this one was aesthetically light years above what the other mario games of the time were the Difficulty was cranked up, but it wasn't so difficult. This gave you the chance to go to different worlds. This gave you new power-ups. This gave you some of the best music that Nintendo has ever put out and some of the most addicting music. It is so upbeat and fun. This allowed you to have two players again with Luigi and Mario. And if you were like me and the younger brother, you got stuck with Luigi and you rarely got to play but it doesn't matter just watching someone play this can be fun. You don't even have to play this, just watching someone play it is fun. This game is addicting. This game I've beaten countless times and I can pick it up at any point in time and I can play the whole thing through. I can I know how to beat every level and I can still not finish some levels. Like, you know, it, it's it's crazy how a game that I played since I was you know, it came out in 1990. I would have been 2 years old. It came, I, we didn't get ours till I think 92 or 93, but from a game that long to still this day to be able to pick it up and it's still as fresh as the day I first saw it and I could still have as much fun now playing it as I did then is a, is a it, it's just it's a masterpiece. Of video games, it, it it changed Super Mario. Again, it blew Nintendo up to where more than what it already was. This is this is the quintessential Nintendo game for me. This is the one that should be on everybody's must-play list. This should be the one that, if you have a Super Nintendo for no other reason, it should be for this game. This is my favorite game of all time, and it, it's hard to. Put into words that, but you know, as much as I want to say about it, because it, it, it's so beautifully done, and to me, it's a masterpiece of gameplay, not just for the time, but in general, because I don't think a game has ever captured my imagination or my fun-loving spirit as much as Super Mario World did, and has, and continues to, to this day. You know, you can still find new things, new ways to do it. Uh, new ways to beat levels. You can still find new mechanics you didn't know when you were younger. I, I do that all the time. I'll find, you know, ways to, uh, I figured out you can do shell jumps and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's just new stuff that you can figure out that you might not know of when you were younger. If you haven't played this in a while, if you have it somewhere, pick it up, play it, and just get lost in the world that is Mario because this is the greatest Mario game that's ever been put out that's not only my opinion, that's a lot of people's opinion. You know, you might have a different one, then that's fine. You don't have to listen to what I say. You know, I'm just me. Um, if you're listening to this, thank you for it. But, you know, you don't have to do it. You might have another Mario game that you love and feel the same way about. Maybe you grew up on another era of Mario games. This was my childhood. This is the, the game that, that made me fall in love with video games was Super Mario, or Super Mario World. And, you know, that's, for them reasons, it's why it's got to be number one on my list. And I'm pretty sure it's number one on the majority of lists because it is, to me, the quintessential Mario game. So, guys, that's going to be it. Thank you all for listening. What did you think of my list? Tweet at me at NerdPoolPod. Let me know if there's any games that I missed, any games that you thought should have been on this list. You can follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. Follow me on Twitch at nerdpool gaming go hit the subscribe button hit the like button hit the little bell notification everything just so you'll know when things are coming thank you for listening again that's all i can say so until next time that's nerdpool see ya